It is Sunday, March 16th, 2014. This is U62 The Targ. Let's do this. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is getting better, my distaste for pun-based holidays, and everybody's getting old. It's episode 707-27. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. You 62 the tar. you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Campus here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. I was wondering what I should start with this week's episode. Should I start with the sad stuff or should I start with the good stuff? Let's start with the good stuff. Let's start with the stuff that's making me happy. And that is the most recent episode of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, as we all know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's the big TV version of Marvel Cinematic Universe as we follow Agent Phil Coulson and his crack team of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents as they go around the world battling all sorts of superhuman threats. I don't know if I've talked about it before. I know I've mentioned it on Facebook and Twitter, but I've given Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as many second chances as I can muster, and it just wasn't grabbing me. The whole thing was starting to seem pretty bland, but... For the past couple episodes, it looks like they've been turning things around. The question I've been asking myself all TV season long is what is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. not doing that Arrow is doing? Arrow, of course, that's on the CW. Uh, That's the adaptation of Green Arrow from DC Comics. So it's the whole DC Marvel thing. At first, I thought I liked Arrow more than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because, you know, I've just always been more of a DC guy at heart. But no, it's not that. I think what it has to do is that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tried to be all kinds of self-contained, little fun escapades. Ha ha ha, that's good. But there weren't any stakes being raised. We weren't really getting to know the characters. I mean, Arrow is almost soap operatic with all the stuff going on with the characters. And with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there's just not much of that going on. But you know, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they're starting to get gritty now. Agent Coulson is starting to dip into the secret of not just why he was resurrected, but how. So that's kind of interesting. But another thing that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is starting to do that Arrow has always done, and I was hoping that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would eventually do, and that is they really are starting to make it feel more like the Marvel Universe. They really are starting to flesh it out. I mean, you know, they've dropped Iron Man's name and Captain's American names and Thor's name so many times in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's been maddening. But what have they done in recent episodes? They've introduced the Marvel hero Deathlock. They had Lady Sif from the Thor movies show up. 
Uh, in the next couple of episodes, they're bringing in Glenn Talbot. For those who don't know the Hulk comics, uh, Glenn Talbot is an enemy of the Hulks, and he's the second-in-command of the Hulkbusters, the military unit that's out there to bring in the Hulk. That's what they have to be doing. Bring in all these B and C listers to help fill out the universe. Let's be honest, a character like Deathlock, he's never going to get his own movie. So yeah, bring him in for like a couple of episodes or a whole story arc on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's stuff like that that really does make it feel like it's part of the universe instead of, you know, constantly dropping Captain America's name. So yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it took this long in the season, but I'm finally starting to get optimistic and excited about it. Here's hoping, though, they can keep that up to the end of the season and hopefully into a second season. Yeah, it hasn't been renewed for a second season yet. A lot of people are saying the odds are good because it's doing quite well in the ratings, but nothing is certain, especially when you're talking about a Joss Whedon show. But anyways, I have been feeling kind of down, so I think it's time to sing the blues. We got some Weird Al for you. Generic blues on U62 Guitar. I woke up this morning, then I went back to bed. Said I woke up this morning, then I went right back to bed.
Maybe I'll just rent some shoes and go bowling. Maybe I'll join a league enter a tournament, put on a stupid looking shirt and go bowling. We're Nelly Yankovic, the generic blues here on U62 The Tar. Good evening, Mark Campus here with you. And it's that time again. Something has just annoyed me so much, it's time to bust out what's wrong with society. What's wrong with society? I'm literally angry with rage. So you want to know what's wrong with society this week? You want to know what's wrong with society? Pun-based geek holidays. I just hate them. Something about them really gets under my skin. I am mentioning this because I am recording this on March 14th, a.k.a. Pi Day. Pi, of course, that mathematical constant you had to learn in junior high geometry, and you stood up and screamed at your professor that you would never, ever, ever have to use that when you grew up. Pi is the mathematical constant 3.14 blah, 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 and goes on forever. And because the date is 3.14, when you look at your digital watch, people are all like, oh it's Pi Day! Happy Pi! Let us celebrate this mathematical constant! No! No, no, no! The people who stood up in junior high geometry and screamed at their teacher that they would never need that number when they grew up do not get to now celebrate that number and make a joke about it on Twitter! When you mock that, you are mocking my heritage! You know, I studied math back in college, as I'm sure you remember. So when someone goes around, oh, ho, ho, happy pie day, I turn into Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. I just look at them and say, oh, you were merely adopted the shadows I was born in them. And don't get me started on Star Wars Day, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Not only is that a bad pun, but you're mocking people with speech impediments. No, 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 no. If you want to celebrate Star Wars, do May 22nd, because that's the day of the first Star Wars came out in 1977. Don't use an incredibly bad pun to celebrate the franchise. You know, if you're a true fan like me, you celebrate all year long, all year long, and you don't need some stupid pun on Twitter to make you celebrate. So yeah, these pun-based nerd holidays. Hate them. Hate them, hate them, hate them. So you want to know how to fix society this week? Just celebrate the things you love all year long. Don't look to stupid puns in this excuse. You're listening to Mark Cappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, The Tar.
Daft Punk's end titles music from Tron Legacy here on U62 The Targ. Good evening, Mark Campus here with you. And, you know, just talking about all this stuff, I have been feeling kind of bummed out for the past few days, too. I got a text message from a friend of mine the other day. He asked me, when you went back to school, when you went to Nate to get your broadcasting diploma, did you ever feel old? And I'm like, hmm, that's an interesting question. Why do you pose that? Well, it turns out... He just got accepted to uh, university, and he is going back to school to study animation. So congratulations to you, because that is awesome. Going back to school to pursue your life's dreams, that is just perfect. Uh, But still, that got me thinking. You know, there's only one time when I went to Nate that I ever felt old. Here's the story. So there we are. As part of uh, broadcasting on the student radio station, we're always live on location from various parts of uh, Nate. So there I am. I'm live on location. I'm with one of the young ladies I was going to school with. And on the uh, campus station, we're sitting there listening to the music. And I think the song was Paula Abdul's Opposites Attract. Well, I start geeking out because I loved that song when I was a kid. I'm singing along, I'm dancing, and she's just looking at me like I'm from Mars or something like that. And I was like, come on, don't you remember this song? This song was a big hit in the summer of 1989. She keeps looking at me like I've just fallen from the sky. You know, the summer of 1989, Batman was everywhere. People went nuts for Tim Burton's Batman. How can you not remember the summer of 1989 and Tim Burton's Batman? She just looks at me kind of cockeyed and says, because in the summer of 1989, I was two years old. That's the only time I ever felt old going to Nate. Yeah, it's funny. After I told that story to my friend, I thought it was amusing. So I shared it on Twitter and she actually tweeted me back. Oh, that wasn't me, was it? Then she made a few more cracks about my age and I just kind of shrugged and said, oh, don't worry. I'm sure it'll happen to you someday. You'll be chatting with the new intern at your station. You'll mention something from your childhood and that intern will just look at you and go, what? It'll happen. It happens to us all. Actually, I guess if I really wanted to get her, uh, because she's about as old as I was when I went to Nate, so that would put her, oh, in her late 20s now. And if I remember anything from sitcoms, when a woman enters her late 20s, that is when store clerks stop calling them Miss and start calling them ma'am. And if sitcoms have taught me anything, that is the first sign to a woman that she is getting old. So something tells me that maybe in a couple of shops, she's already gotten a ma'am instead of a miss. <sighs> but I'm about all rambled out, so I think I will call her a night. I'm Mark Captus. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Hey, sunshine, you looking to buy or rent?